0: everyone, and welcome back to Short Stories for Kids, the magical podcast of story adventures. The best thing about living so close to a museum is that you can visit it as often as you like. That's exactly how Abraham and Raphael felt. Which was just as well because they loved history. And they really loved the prehistoric. The time when amazing creatures, now long gone, walked the earth. Check it out, said Abraham, pointing to a new display area. They were in the prehistoric room of the museum, where skeletons of creatures stretching back millions of years were on show to the public. Cool, said Raphael. "'A new dinosaur!' There was a member of the museum staff inspecting the new exhibit as the two boys raced over. "'Excuse me,' said Abraham. "'But what dinosaur is this?' The lady turned to them, smiling. She was wearing a lanyard around her neck that said, "'Dr. Ellis.' "'It's a Spinosaurus,' she said. The two boys looked at the skeleton with confusion. "'But where is its sail?' ''Doesn't Spinosaurus have a sail on its back?'' asked Raphael. Dr Ellis's shoulders sagged. ''Well, it should have,'' she sighed. (sighs) ''Unfortunately, when this skeleton was dug up, all the vertebrae, uh, those are the bones that make up the spine, were missing. Spinosaurus's sail was made of long extensions of bone that rose up through those vertebrae, so no vertebrae means no sail.'' "'Wow, a Spinosaurus without a spine?' Abraham said. "'But how did the bones go missing?' Dr. Ellis sat down on the edge of the exhibit, so she was more at the boy's eye level. "'Bones only get turned into fossils in very special circumstances,' she explained. "'Most creatures that die never become fossils.' For those that do, the animals need to be covered quickly, possibly by a landslide or by falling into a river and being covered by mud. But even then, if the skeleton is disturbed, then bones can become moved or damaged or even lost. How do you disturb a skeleton? wondered Raphael. Over millions of years, the ground can move or split or even get washed away, Dr Ellis answered. All the bones were separated before it became a fossil. What we do know is that at some point something disturbed our Spinosaurus and it lost its spine. Even though it's incomplete, Spinosaurus's skeletons are rare, so we're happy to show what we've got. But it is a shame that we can't show all of it. Abraham and Raphael thanked Dr. Ellis for talking to them and then headed back home, their chatter full of fossils and the Spinosaurus. "'Wouldn't it be cool if we could find the rest of the skeleton?' said Raphael. "'Then the museum could show a whole Spinosaurus.' "'But how do we do that?' asked Abraham. "'We don't know where to dig for a dinosaur skeleton.' "'Well, perhaps we could go back in time and get the bones,' suggested Raphael." Yeah, but then we'd need a time machine, pointed out Abraham as they entered their home. And there's just one problem. We don't have one. Well, we could try building one, said Raphael hopefully. Yeah, grinned Abraham. Okay, let's do it. What do you think we might need? They raided a drawer in the kitchen and found three batteries, some duct tape, a ball of string, and some rubber bands. It was a start. They laid them out on the floor and added an enormous pile of Lego to the mix. It was looking pretty good. Working together, they had soon constructed a cube about the size of a football with a big switch for turning on and off. It looks good, said Raphael. But how do we tell where we want it to go? Doesn't it need a screen or or a dial or something? Nah, answered Abraham dismissively. It's voice activated. You just flick the switch and say where you want to go. Cool, said Raphael. That makes it much easier. Should we try it? Yeah, agreed Abraham, grinning widely. He moved the switch and said, One million years ago. They didn't have a chance to question whether or not it worked because with a noise that sounded like the twanging of a rubber band, they were yanked through time, landing amongst some long grass beside a rock. We did it, beamed Raphael, staring at the time machine in Abraham's hand. We're geniuses, laughed Abraham.
1: Oh, I wouldn't be so sure about that,
0: said a voice from above them. Peering over the rock was a saber-toothed tiger,
1: "'If you were a genius, you wouldn't get so close to a predator like me. Huh, "'I'd just eat you all up.'
0: Raphael gulped. "'Are you going to eat us?' he asked.
1: Oh, "'Probably not,' said the saber-toothed tiger. "'I've just had my lunch, and, well, I'm feeling quite full.' "'Um, would you mind telling us if,
0: if you've seen any Spinosaurus dinosaurs around here?' asked Abraham."
1: dinosaurs repeated the saber-toothed tiger in surprise there aren't any dinosaurs around here haven't been for millions and millions of years
0: oh man grumbled Raphael. we didn't go back in time far enough how many millions of years ago did spinosaurus live i don't know admitted abraham we should have read the display at the museum before we left
1: hmm it looks like you two are in a muddle said the saber-toothed tiger I find that if you don't know the answer to a problem, sometimes it's best to look at the problem differently.
0: Good idea, nodded Raphael. So, we don't know how many years ago Spinosaurus lived, but we do know when they lived. What do you mean? asked Abraham. You know, grinned Raphael, what the periods were called, like the Jurassic period, for example. Ha, brilliant, said Abraham, his finger poised over the time machine switch. Thanks for your help, he said quickly to the saber toothed tiger. Good luck, smiled back the big cat. Abraham flicked the switch and said, The Jurassic period. And with a twang, they disappeared. They found themselves in a forest made of very tall pine trees. Strange animal calls echoed from the treetops. But other than that, they couldn't see a single Spinosaurus. But approaching them was a very familiar dinosaur, a Stegosaurus. Uh, hi, said Raphael to the large dinosaur. Please could you tell me if you've seen a Spinosaurus anywhere near here?
1: A Spinosaurus? said the Stegosaurus, thinking hard. Never heard of one of them before. I've heard of Diplodocus and Allosaurus. Are you sure you got the name right?
0: Oh, said Abraham. That's a pity. Maybe Spinosauruses didn't live in the Jurassic period at all. This is much harder than I thought it would be, confessed Raphael.
1: Well, it seems to me that you two are in a bit of a fix, said the Stegosaurus. But don't lose heart. You've come this far. Why don't you try again? "'Good idea,' nodded Abraham. "'We'll just have to try a
0: different dinosaur period.' "'Uh, what was the name of the one after the Jurassic?' "'The Cretaceous,' said Raphael loudly. "'Never heard of it,' said the Stegosaurus. "'Well, that's because it hasn't happened yet,' explained Abraham. "'Thank you for your help. We must get going.' He flicked the switch on the time machine and said, "'The Cretaceous period.' And once again, they vanished. This time, the ground was much drier and littered with rocks and stones in between broad-leafed bushes. They realized they were on the side of a hill overlooking a dusty valley. Despite the view, they could see no sign of a Spinosaurus. "'Should we head down there and have a look around?' asked Raphael, pointing towards the valley floor. "'Oh, I wouldn't do that!' "'said a voice from behind them. "'They turned to see the imposing figure of a trianosaurus rex staring down at them. "'You'd be out in the open, where you'll make it easier for predators to hunt you.' "'But you're a predator,' pointed out Abraham. "'Well spotted,' said the trianosaurus. And you two would indeed make a tasty snack. But I'm curious, where did you come from? One minute there was just me on this hillside, and then, twang, you both appeared. We're time travellers, smiled Raphael. We're searching for a Spinosaurus. Have you seen one? Oh, Spinosaurus, repeated the Tyrannosaurus Rex. The name's familiar, but I... "'I don't think there's any dinosaur by that name for thousands of miles.' "'Oh, blast it,' said Abraham. "'We're in the right time period, but the wrong place.' "'How will we travel thousands of miles with no planes or or cars?' grumbled Raphael. Oh, "'It seems to me that you two have a problem,' said the Triannosaurus Rex. "'But perhaps you already have the answer.' "'Surely any creature that can suddenly appear on this hillside "'can suddenly appear anywhere?' "'Yes,' said Raphael suddenly. "'This time machine is voice-activated. "'Let's just tell it exactly where and when we want to be.' "'Great idea,' smiled Abraham. "'We should have done that in the first place.' "'Are you going already?' asked the Trianosaurus, "'looking worried as it licked its lips.' "'Sorry, yes,' said Raphael as he grabbed the time machine from Abraham's hands. "'Take us to anywhere in the Cretaceous period where we'll find the bones of a Spinosaurus!' He shouted hurriedly just as the Trinosaurus began to open its mouth wide. The big dinosaur had missed its chance for a snack because the visitors had disappeared. They were on the steep bank of a river, looking down at a mud bank below them, "'where the river curved sharply. "'And there, half buried in the mud and silt, "'was the skeleton of a Spinosaurus. "'We found one!' beamed Abraham. "'Most of the bones were together, "'but the long vertebrae had become separated. "'They were already some distance away. "'Well, we've done it!' grinned Raphael "'as he made to clamber down the steep bank. "'Now all we need to do is get these back to the museum.' Wait a minute, said Abraham softly, holding his brother's arm. Look! Swimming down the center of the wide river was a Spinosaurus, its long crocodile-like head held high as it scanned the depths for fish. They watched it follow the current around the river's bend and disappear downstream. Wow, laughed Raphael. That was cool to see a live one. Yeah, agreed Abraham. Back at the museum, Dr. Ellis was returning from her coffee break. She'd got herself a latte and a large choc-chip cookie and was now carrying what was left of both of them back into the prehistoric room to finish organizing the new display. But she didn't finish either of them because, in surprise, she dropped them both for there before her stood Abraham and Raphael and arranged across the floor the long vertebrae of a Spinosaurus. "'What?' she tried to say, but the words wouldn't come out. "'We thought you might like a complete Spinosaurus skeleton,' explained Abraham. "'So we went and got you one.' Uh, "'I, uh, I don't believe it,' said the stunned Dr. Ellis. "'This is just amazing!' "'Absolutely amazing! We had a great time,' chipped in Raphael. "'We met a saber-toothed tiger, a stegosaurus, and a trianosaurus rex. "'And we saw a spinosaurus swimming, too,' added Abraham. Oh, "'This is just brilliant,' she said, sweeping both the boys into a hug. "'The museum will be one of the best for seeing dinosaurs for miles around.' "'One of the best?' asked Raphael. "'Wouldn't you rather have the best?' wondered Abraham. "'Well, I suppose I would,' admitted Dr. Ellis. "'But for that, we'd need a really great skeleton, "'you know, of a gigantoraptor or something.' "'Hmm,' said Raphael, grinning at his brother. "'A gigantoraptor, hey? Just leave that to us.' Abraham nodded. "'But before we go, can you tell us where and when to find one?' The
1: end...